And look at how messed up I may be or how messed up I am getting and, and stuff like that. Well, jump back in your mother hole. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Jay and my pops. We're back for another episode of the Park Car Conversation. I am so excited to finally bring on some features. COVID is finally letting off, off our necks. So hopefully someone of you can be next on the Park Car Conversation. Um, pops, thank you for spending some time with me today. Y'all know if you have been following me or you haven't, my pops is pretty much the focal of a lot of my stories because the things that you do every single day is like it's it's postworthy. It's a snap. I gotta like I gotta save the memories for the grandkids and future generations on and on and on because you something else. Today we're gonna have a conversation father to daughter, and today we're gonna talk about how to cope with the past that we cannot change. And that is big, big trouble. We are a very, very large family and our family dynamic lives in all different places. We come from all different backgrounds. And so the plants and the seeds that he's planted all over the world, it has definitely in our, especially in our older years, we've been able to sit down and dissect it a little bit more, talk about, I mean, throughout the years we've obviously spoken about, but as we've, you know, our farm has grown, could you say? Is that a good analogy? Like you planted, you've always planted the seeds, but we didn't see these trees pop up till later. And I was a later seed and there's just a lot of things going on. So let's talk a little bit about it. Can you tell them a little bit about our family and the seeds that you planted around the world in everything, just in life? Go for it. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Listen to me now. Listen, listen to me now. I came to Canada in 1980. Got married, eloped, got married, got three sons with my wife at the time from Barbados. That's all I'd say. And the next thing you know, I've got nine kids, but five other women. Try and do the math. <laughs> you can add all the different equations, but, but unfortunately, it's going to come up uneven. So let's stick at a nine with six different women. Was it right? No. Was it wrong? <laughs> I'm going to say this. Yes. Yet, understand one thing. Here I am doing a podcast with Jafina, trying to express or trying to say the past and the things that we can't change. You've made amends with your past, right? So how do you help people who... Like and for when I say people, now it's the children, right? Like now the children have these effects because you can make amends with it, but your kids haven't made amends with it. And if you're like, how do you help children then at that point? Like, how do you explain? I'm more or less because it's like from my perspective, I've seen him do it. And when I see like, you know, guys, the younger generation now going in and having families carelessly and like thinking about things carelessly, um, when children like aren't planned, aren't thought about, 
I I had a kid and it wasn't thought about. And even some of the things that I've had to experience is just like, you know, if I had known better, then things wouldn't have been the way they are. Um, and obviously children are a blessing. Like you said, if if you didn't have all these kids that I wouldn't be sitting here. And if you didn't have all these kids, I wouldn't have all these bomb siblings. Right. So there's like beauty in the end of it. But there's still so much pain. So like we're we're still like in the process. I think like, would you say we've gotten better with our pain? Like over the years, we've had more conversations here and there and there that have essentially allowed us to move forward. And then sometimes I feel like well, now we're moving backwards, but because we're family, no matter what, we got to keep pushing forward, right? Like, that's what we essentially said in the other day in our argument. Um, it was just like, listen, no matter what, like, it's not someone random that you ride into a Walmart and that you have a problem with, like, and you're really about to do something. Like, we're family. At the end of the day, like, you are ex to me and you are this to me. We're not doing that, right? We hold each other accountable but let's see, like, how, how do we move forward? And this is for all our siblings, too. If you, when you're watching this, like, I've been thinking about it. How do we move forward from all these problems? Like, how do we tackle it? How are you going to help your kids who can't move past that? I'm only one individual. Yet because of my actions, I got nine kids from here to, to the grave and beyond with six different women. And I've got to try every day to make certain that those that are from me be happy. But then at times you find the individuals want more. They, want me, they, they need my all. And I can't give my all. I got to spread myself out thin. So when I spread myself out thin, what happens there? What about me? Has anyone ever asked me how I feel? Is it, is it pleasing? Is it pleasant? Am I happy? No. But I still keep going. And I don't wish for anyone to ask me at this age how I feel or if there's anything that they can do to help me lighten the load. You can't. That is all my doing. But I'll say this. A man who has made mistakes and realizing that he has made some heavy mistakes should be able to do one thing. Accept responsibility. And regardless of who wants what at whatever interval, be a man to says, hey, I hear you, but it's not going to go down that way. Because if I give in to that eight individual, what am I doing? What happened to the other eight? I got to spread myself out evenly. But people don't see it that way. People want this at this time, and I want that. So being a mom myself, right, now this is where, that's where the problem is. Like, it's a problem that you can't escape. It's a problem that we can't reverse. We're all here, right, because every child deserves that fullness. Every child deserves that from parents, from mom, from dad. Like, if if I had, you know, and, like, more children, and the more and more children I have, and if I can't spread myself, thin, like, you know, thin because they're all going to acquire, then there's children that are at, 
you know, a default. There's children that are now experiencing the repercussion for your actions. So I can understand. And, and obviously, I've lived with you. I, started, I moved in with you for the first time when I was 14, right? And so from 14 to now, over a decade, we've I've been able to see your pain along the way. Right. And everyone else has seen like a different version of pain. Some have seen less, some have seen more. And so that's the problem. Like speaking to the moving forward, like that, that when you can't take that back, what do you tell kids? Like, I know it is what it is, but like if, if kids still have trauma because of it, it's still because of something that you have done. And whether or not some people or all people or no people have forgiven you, you forgiving yourself. So I think that's the most important thing. As a man, you have to forgive yourself, right? And you, like you, your faith with God has always shown me like you're you're fine that way, right? Like you live a life to serve the Lord in your own way. But now there's kids that like this is why we keep having the same like argument because, OK, I get it. Like you can't do everything that everyone wants you to do. But how do you tell a kid now? And so do you see the problem? Like you get yourself into problems and I've gone to self, my, myself, I've gotten myself into problems that I can't take back what, what I've done in the past. And now I like live the repercussions every single day. And it's kind of crazy how the cycle works. It's vicious because I told you, like I, I said to you the other day, I'm sorry for always throwing things in your face. Remember we had a conversation a couple, maybe a couple months ago. Right. And it's like I always threw things in your face. And now that like I'm older and I've gone through more things and things are thrown in my face all the time. And I've made amends with those things. Right. And no matter if I made amends, some people or person will still just be like, well, this and that. And it's just like, OK, I get it. I have apologized. This wasn't right. Like I would never do what I did back then. What I do now from what I now know. Right. Cause I've grown. You've grown. And so that's just a really shitty feeling. Like, I totally get it. Like, you know, but and especially when it comes to other people's feelings, we don't get to tell them like you can't feel that way anymore or you can get over it or you have to move on. I have moved on. Can you can you try? Because when people essentially are put in these traumatic experiences, because it is traumatic, especially for children. Right. And that's the biggest thing. Like as a mom myself and speaking with my dad, who has nine kids, six different women. Right. Um. It's so important for the youth to break cycles. Like, I want my son to break the cycle that I, I wasn't even able to break. You know what I mean? You know, as I sit here and listen to you, you ever thought about this? At my age, 60. And you look great, though. Still slightly and <laughs> a child who will soon be to your son, Zachariah, mm -hmm. has taught me at age 60 a very big lesson. I'm his grandfather. Mm -hmm. He doesn't see me with the flaws that others see me with. And he loves me unconditionally. Mm -hmm. And every day he opens his eyes he looks a grandpa. Sure. Ask yourself why. Ask yourself why. No one, he doesn't know grandpa other than that person that he sees in front of me. Unfortunately, <clears throat> excuse me, 
we as human beings, we are very quick to point fingers. Well, you, 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 you this. But look what's pointing back at you. You got three fingers pointing back at you. When we, when we point fingers, get one thing straight. We need to look at a bigger picture. We have one life to live. And instead of living it every minute being joyful, we tend to bitch and argue to get what we want in life. Yet, the joy today for me, I can honestly say, all the answers to life's problems, the solutions are in the book of life called the Bible. If we get acquainted with scriptures, we can find that peace of mind. We can find that which is called forgiveness. And when you forgive some, somebody of something, there is no need to bring it up after that moment of forgiveness. You leave it alone and you move on. But we, I've heard it being said in many ways, my dear daughter. I can forgive, but I can't forget because I'm not God. But if you look in the book of life, you'll find one crazy statement or expression. God has asked of us, everyone, including myself, you and anyone, when you come to him and ask him to forgive you for whatever, it is as far as the east is as it is from the west. And all he asks in return, whoever you have done something wrong or someone has done you wrong, you forgive them the same. And he says very plain, if you can't forgive the individual or individuals and you're constantly bringing up something over and over, how do you expect him to forgive you of your sins? Right. So, get it. In a nutshell, there is nothing that has happened yesterday, the day before, 40 years ago, that I can't change. The only thing I can do is make amends. And ask the individual or individuals to accept my apologies for hurting them and doing whatever that might have made them uncomfortable. But as it is written in scriptures again, in all things be joyful. So that is what has given me that joy today. And as much as it is hard for me to sit here and do a podcast with you about things we can't change and the pain that individuals might be feeling animosity. If the individuals themselves take time to look at themselves, truly look at themselves, and realize that it, it, it is a cycle. It is a cycle that goes around. When they get their kids, what happens now? Or if they make a mistake like I have made, 
do they want me to point a finger at them? Would they like me to point a finger at them and say, well, you did the same shit like me? No, it's not right. I can't point a finger and I will not point a finger. We all, as human beings, we have emotions and feelings. I'm only human. I will make mistakes. But at the end of the day, I got to fall on my knees and ask God for, for his forgiveness for what I've done. And if I've hurt anyone and I realize I've hurt the individual or individuals, I go to them and say, please accept my apologies for what I've done. This is how I see that I've hurt you in this area. Right. Yet, the hardest part is trying to get trying to have a conversation with another person who has anger and animosity inside of them. So it's like a, it's a battle. But again, if you look in scripture, guys, says you don't fight fire with fire, but fight fire with love and forgiveness and prayer. And in my case, sometimes when I'm fighting my battles, all I can do I know if I come and I say something to whomever, they will react with anger. And they're going to want to throw more shit on me. So my, own, my, my, my way of dealing with it, I, stand, I stay away and I keep praying. The, the individual or individuals may think that I'm, I'm angry with them. I, I, I can't let this thought go, okay? In my head, it's like a perfect thing that I've had to learn and I've had to learn it Hard ways, but thankfully I've learned it, right? When you are on, like, you made a mistake and you express to someone that you made a mistake, you're not like that or you wouldn't do that again or et cetera, et cetera. And they're so hell-bent. And the worst type of person, and I've come in contact, we have these in our family, I've, I've had these as friends, is the worst type of person is someone who, when... When they're angry about something, it's like, nope, nope, me, me, me. That's what it is. This is a, they always got something to say about someone else. Always there to put the pin on somebody else. Always like it's someone else's fault. It's someone else's fault. They never take accountability for their actual own faults. That is the worst kind of person. You know and I'm over saying? and over, what? That is called a pity party. A pity party. Sometimes, a lot of times, a sociopath. Like it's always somebody else's fault. Like it's not me. It couldn't be me. This person did this to me. But are you perfect? So, fam. Like if you're not perfect, how are you coming so hard at somebody else who you know has actually said to you like my bad or has said like you know at the end of the day like things aren't perfect. But some people really go hella hard with condemning people for the things that they've done. Like you, your shit doesn't stink. And I hear you on that. I, I can understand, like, even as much as we, we have a lot of things going on, like, the way a lot of times you've addressed, and at times I've addressed you, because that's something that has come in full circle and hit me in the face. Like, man, like, I used to go so hard at my pops. Like, the things that I've said to you over time and things, like, yeah, I de do definitely, definitely didn't have to act like that. And I'm growing and I'm learning, and it's not easy along the way, because in my natural instinct, like, that's what you feel, right? Because you think about yourself. Like, it's kind of it's selfish, right? I think about, like, my emotions, my anger. I'm going to say what I have to say, but goddamn, when the heat hits me back, like, I want somebody else to deal with me a lot more soft than I would deal with other people. So I think it's a learning curve for everybody moving forward. Like, seriously, like, we're talking about biblical things. Do unto you as you want others to do to you, like, unto yourself. What they do to not make it easy for somebody to explain their fault. Like, if somebody's cracking to you and be like, yo, my bad, if you're, like, literally hell-bent and be like, no, no, nope, 
this is it is what it is it is what it is like then like then at that point I gotta shut you off because you're not reciprocal not shut you off but like these people are not reciprocal to the mistakes that you've made when I'm asking you now when you reach that situation do you know how to handle that situation and calm it down how to resolve that situation? Drops the mic because n- no, I don't actually have a. a, a, a it's very simple. What? It's very simple. What? Take the higher road. Take the higher road, and when I say that, I'll elaborate very quickly. I'm just going to paint a little synopsis. Somebody's angry at you. And you stand there looking at them and not saying one word. And they're looking for a response. Hey, hey, give me a response. Get, get back to me. Let me hear, let me, let me hear what's your point. Give me an answer. I don't have to give you an answer if I don't need to. I'm going to look at you and keep my mouth shut. And the more you keep your silent, is the more that party gets more angry. So, who, who, who's, who's, who's really at fault here now? But the individual, hold on, but the individual who's angry can't r- rationalize or reason with themselves. They can't see themselves now. Their, their blood pressure is going up, and they're getting more pissed off that that individual is standing in front of them ain't saying nothing. Just remember that. So the easiest thing to do in situations when you reach that, you listen, which is the hardest thing for individuals to do, human beings to do. Listen. Retain everything that is being said. Make mental notes. And when you think that they're finished, just ask them, are you finished? Are you finished? And when they say, yes, well, what do what, what you think now? Let me hear your point. I have nothing to say. Love you. I love you. The way that I handle my disagreements now is much different than prior. And I, it's like I always do the analogy. Like if two people are always like this, like so hard-headed, like in an argument, how would it ever become? Like, somebody has to, like, you know, mold a little bit. Like, somebody has to, you know, bring it down. And something like that in an argument, like, if you could just be like, I love you. I know we're going through a hard time right now, but I love you. I want to get past this. I want to grow past this. Like, communication makes a huge, huge difference. And when people are obviously angry, and I talk about anger, especially with a lot of the young guys that I've encountered, it's just like, anger works in stages. I've said it before. Like, first, second, all of a sudden, you you just black out. You don't even know what to say. Like, you know, five minutes later, someone talks to you like, yo, you're just like, they're still mad. An hour, a day goes by, you're just, it was, it is. A year from now, you won't even remember. It's just something in the distant past. Right. But what are you willing to sacrifice? Like the things that you say in those moments. One has to take ownership of their actions. Maybe you can't see it at the same times. And that's why the best way to deal with a situation when it's getting out of hand, walk away, sit down and think about it and then come back and deal with the person and speak about it and rationally smooth, smooth it out. But if you if you if you confront the the situation at the time, 
knowing that is going because you're not going to give the the person what they want their ears to hear. You're not giving them that. So what happens? It's going to get out of hand. So you got to deal with things. You got to look at life the way it is. Now, people may say, I've heard it being said by my some of my kids, well, I didn't ask to come here. Well, jump back in your mother hole and go back. Could you? But you're going to throw it at me and say, but you, brought, you and mom brought me into this world. And look at how messed up I may be or how messed up I am getting and, and stuff like that. Well, jump back in your mother hole. You're making a statement and throwing it at me. If I respond by saying, well, go back in your mother hole then. You know it's impossible. So, speaking on the topic that we're talking on, things that you can't change. That's something that you can't change. Now you're here, right? Regardless of the situation, now we're here. Now we got to deal with it. You're here. You can't go back in your mother hole, like you're saying. And, and you definitely don't want to say it that way either. You know what I'm saying? I get it. No, I get it. I get it. You see where I'm coming from? Yeah, you can't go back in your mother hole, right? But now you're here. So now it takes all parties involved to have the right. Work. It requires work. Oh, my gosh. And that's what we spoke about the other day. It was just like, we need to work as a family. It's not going to be easy. And because the things that... It's not only as a family. You, the individual, got to be prepared to put in the time. Right. You got to be prepared to sacrifice. It's a two-way street. It's 50-50. Right. You know, um... And, and even like some some of the things in the past, and that's what I'll speak on is some of the things in the past I experienced that you experienced are not fair. Like so, it's just like a lot of people have the trouble of like why should it be fifty fifty when you should be taking most responsibility? But remember, it's still it takes two people to tango. It takes two to bring life in, and it takes two people to communicate. It takes two people to get along. Like it just it, you you have to put in the work. You have you ever thought about this? The individual that does not put in the time, there's going to come a moment in their lives when they got to face reality with the individuals that they brought into this world, especially when it comes to children. Mm -hmm. And that child will stand in front of them and says, well, um, hey, how you doing? What's up, pops? (laughs) And you, uh, in the latter stages of life, needing help or needing assistance in whatever area. And that child looks at you and says, well, you didn't do shit for me. Then what do you expect from me now? You didn't provide for me. I don't have to provide for you. And then you get upset. And then you may be angry now that the child responds that way. But you got to look at yourself for the things that you did to that child. You can't expect the child to come with open arms in later years, when you committed a big flaw by not being making yourself available for that child or children and give them that love, get, let, allow them to know you as, the, as, as, a, as a parent. You, you chose to have fun in your own way, in, in whichever way you wanted. Has that been tough for you? Because you've experienced that also. Um... Has it been tough? It made me look at myself in a deeper sense because I grew up I grew up in a home with a mother and father. 
and three sisters and being the eldest. And then all hell busted loose after my dad passed, your grandfather. And it's stuff that I had to deal with. I tried my best to deal with it. The best way I knew how, which is forgiveness and love. But I got a lot of flack and I got a lot of shit thrown in my face. Why? Because there's something called choices that we human beings make. It's a choice that I have. It's a choice that I have to prolong the situation, the anger, the animosity, the hatred. It's a choice that I make. Should I prolong it or should I cut it off here? Enough is enough. Majority of the times, some people don't even get out of that rut. They end up staying in it for the rest of their life. And when you look in the box, you see them ugly, no ass. You're not going to find. But you're saying you're not going out that way. You're going to find me with, with my face sulking in no box. I have a big smile, and I can tell you before how it is. I going home, when I take my last breath, I can be one happy man because my purpose on earth is not to serve man but to serve God. And I'm going to try my best to do one thing. Love to the best of my ability and be fair to all nine kids and the six mothers. You know, in as much as some of them may have different views and opinions, I can try my best to love them from my heart. But they may not understand and appreciate it at the moment. But there will come a time in life when they got to look at themselves at the actions that they did that caused the situation to get out of hand. And so essentially that goes back to the same concept. You want people to deal with you in accommodating manners when your ass is grass and when you have made a mistake. And so if you want people to do that to you and it doesn't matter to whom, you need to be able to do that to others. And I mean, I think one thing that sticks out to me is that this is a vicious cycle right shit has always hit the fan back in the day and then that stems from your old folk then that to you then your level and then you have kids and then the kids who who have experienced this vicious cycle are going to go do the same thing and then you know especially in this day and age there's a lot of a lot a lot a lot of people out here who are will just you know continue on the traumas that they've had it's not it's not really traumas it's trauma it's choices it is choices and decisions that were made as a stem from trauma that created that created something excuse me that created a path with decisions that were made and we keep blaming the blame game you did this and I I didn't do this and, and it continues and it never stops so you, you got to do one thing. Make a decision. Am I going to spend my life listening to a child saying, oh, well, I didn't bring you, you didn't have to, um, you brought me into this world and you have, a, you have to do this. Aren't you an adult right now? Do you not make decisions for yourself? You're not a child anymore. But you want to see yourself as a child. And you want the parent all the time 
to support you. You're a damn adult. You need to pick up your bootstraps and do what you need to do as a human being, as a young male or female. I have done what I've done. I don't have to answer to you or anyone but God. And the only thing I can do to make restitution, if, you, if I, I may so use that word, not in the right context, really, the only thing I can do is love you unconditionally, be there for you. If you want to throw shit on me, when you want to throw shit on me, keep my mouth shut because I can't change shit from the past. I just want to add to that, that a lot of people have their blinders on. Sometimes me, sometimes it's you, that the same things that we're saying, right? We're, we're adults now. So the mistakes that we have had, that we cause the pain that we cause on other people, it's not enough to just say that I'm content because I'm content. That's part of being a, a grown up. That's part part of being the adult that you are now. That that that's adult the thing. Like you you made those decisions. Now you got to deal with them, and so now you have to work to make them right. Also with yourself, it's not enough to just say, "I'm I'm comfortable with the mistakes that I made." And no, it's not that I'm comfortable with the mistakes. No, but but no, but hear this right. Oh. Unconditional on certain things. Like it it comes with more. And so the flack that people get, I think, and, and it happens to me sometimes. I've had to get called out before. It's like, yo, you keep saying you're doing this, but you're not stopping. You're still, you're still X, Y, Z. You're still saying the same things that are triggering me. You're still doing this that's pissing me off. You're still, like, getting hot every single time, right? So I actually have to work on doing those things, and I have made a change. I think in many ways, it is valid to feel the way you do feel. We're human, so sometimes we don't go about the things the right way. But decisions and choices is the number one thing. And for people who haven't gotten in those things, it's not just about people who bring children into the world. It's just decisions, period. Like life decisions, you could do anything. It has nothing to do just... Big things are kids because then it affects. But everything affects people around you. So in anything that you do, you make a wrong decision. You make a decision, obviously you'll learn from it, but there are consequences. And a lot of people, I think, suffer from a lot of, um, especially now in this day, a lot of mental health uh, issues because... And they face a lot of anxiety, fear because they do not know how to change a past that they cannot change. So I'll just put it this way. You can't change the past. You can't. It happened. Well, ever, let me stick something in here. And this is a biggie. You ever think about the people who came from broken homes and made a wonderful life for themselves and their children and their grandchildren? Right, no, and that's absolutely true. So it's all about how you look at life. Like, and decisions. Yeah, things are going to happen to people, and people have gone through unimaginable things, like, and a lot of pain. And some people will come out on top. Some people will boss up from the situations they're, they're in, and, you know, they have everything taken from them, and the most, like, just... just you never hear them speak about the adverse... That adverse... Um, the adverse things that they've had to face in life. You never think of, you never hear them mention it. Right. I, I went to school with people who didn't even have shoes on their feet. Right. They got holes in their shoe and they put in cardboard inside the shoe because when the rain falls, it comes in and rests. Some of them had only one pants and shirt and you never knew. Some of them never even had anything to eat for breakfast. Brown sugar and water. Right through. Right. Choices. They right. Knew, they knew what it was to not have and the sacrifice that their parents 
or the single payment made for them. And then they appreciated it and they made a decision. Mama or dad sacrificed to me for the little that he had. I didn't even have a shoe or a pants, only one pants I had. And I got to make something better for myself. So I make, I, I got to do things. I got to sit down in school and learn, gain an education and get that little piece of paper and move up in life. Don't dwell on what I didn't have, but dwell on what I can do to make things better. Right. So you can't sit and dwell and, you know, your past, obviously, and the past things that you do, the choices, the experiences that you do have, they definitely shape who you are today. But we can't continue to use them as excuses as to why we can't move forward and get better from these things. And there's a lot of people who just make a lot of a lot of excuses as to why it's someone else's fault all the time or why they can't get better as a reason as a result. It happens every single day. And I'm not saying that your feelings aren't valid and your pain and your trauma isn't valid, but we got to move forward from that. We got to break these cycles so that we don't end up in cycles um, that are vicious. Let's enjoy life to the best of our abilities. That's all you can do. And try to, to find harmony, that peace of mind, so that you can sleep at night without having to go to a doctor to pop pills Etc. Etc. That's it. The Park Hard Conversation, y'all. Episode 11, featuring with my pops. Peace.